0: the brief time that we have on tonight I want to continue in the sermon series Apostle talked on on Sunday poetic justice but tonight I want to talk about an attitude of gratitude he talked about the testimony of the saints on Sunday and as we see here in this account uh, according to Luke the gospel according to Luke I like um, it because Luke was a physician So who better to talk about an illness than the doctor? And so we see the the ten men that had leprosy, and if we go back to the Old Testament, we know that it was the command that if you had leprosy or any type of uh, skin condition or disease that you had to pronounce your uncleanness upon coming in contact with people. But when we look at it in Luke, they didn't announce unclean when they saw Jesus. Uh, they requested his pity on them. And he, being the merciful God that he is, showed pity towards them. He said, go, show yourselves to the priests. And as they went on their way, they were cleansed. So as we come upon this Thanksgiving holiday, a day that was originally celebrate, uh, celebrated as a day to give thanks for the previous year harvest. We know that when the pilgrims and the uh, Indians came together, um, this was a way that they commemorated or celebrated um, even their fellowship. But since it has evolved for a holiday of gathering for families to come together, expressing gratitude and blessings. It's a time that we should reflect on all the good things that God has done for us. And it should not be limited to just that day. Every morning when we get up, we ought to tell the Lord, thank you, that we're waking up on this side of the ground and not on the other side. And so for believers, Thanksgiving is not just a holiday. Thanksgiving is not just the th- uh, fourth Thursday of November that we come. Think, as believers, Thanksgiving is every day. It's a constant reminder to appreciate all the good in life. Even when things aren't going good, we should have an attitude of gratitude. We should have a heart of thanksgiving. In order for every day to be a day of thanksgiving, we must first come to understand the difference between a few words that we use kind of interchangeably. Thankful thanksgiving, and gratitude or gratefulness. So let's look at these three words. Thankful and thanksgiving are pretty much basically the same. However, being thankful is something that you are. Somebody opens the door for you. If you was taught good manners, you're thankful. You thank them. Somebody does a nice gesture towards you. You're thankful. You give them thanks. But thanksgiving is something that we give. And so that's why when we look at thanksgiving as we give unto the Father, it should be a continuous outpour of our appreciation. It should be a continuous outpour of our gratitude. It should be a continuous outpour of our thanks towards him. Because of all the wonderful things that He does, even as we were reminded in Psalm chapter one of uh, Psalm one eighteen, that this is the day that the Lord has made. So whether it's raining outside or snowing, He still deserves the praise. Whether the sunshine is shining or it's a hurricane, He still deserves the praise. I will rejoice and be glad in it because I've purpose in my heart, not to just be thankful, which is a temporal thing, because just as soon as that door closes, after somebody holds it, and you say thank you, that moment has passed, and if you pass them by in the store, you're not going to thank them again, because they ain't did nothing else for you. It was just for that set time, for that set moment, and we have moved on since then. And, And some of us treat God that way. Until he does something else, we want to sit on our praise. We have no thanksgiving to give. We may be thankful, as we see with the 10 lepers. One came back with thanksgiving. It's not to say that the other nine weren't thankful. They probably was like, oh, thank you, Jesus. And they kept on down the road. They got before the priest. We clean. We don't have to tell nobody no more that we unclean. We're healed. We delivered. Thank you, Lord. Let's go find our family. Where you want to the, where you wanna go to the tavern? Which you, you want to go You want to go to the, whoo? we can go to the store now. We can go do this. They was probably thankful, but that moment had passed for them. They got their healing. They got what they need, and they moved on. But one went beyond being thankful and entered into Thanksgiving. He said, I, 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 it's not enough for me to just stand here and be thankful, but let me go back to the person. Let me go back to the source. Let me go back to the one who created this opportunity for me to be thankful. So we have thankful, we have thanksgiving, and we have gratitude. Again, being thankful is something that you are. Thanksgiving is something that you give. It may seem like a very small difference between thankfulness and thanksgiving, but it really is a big difference. It, it made a big difference when the one who was a Samaritan came back to offer up thanksgiving versus the ones that never returned. That made a big difference. If You have children, I'm a mother of six. If you have children and you do something for your children and only one of them thanks you for what you've done because the other ones are entitled, they think because you mama, you're supposed to. You supposed to make sure, you supposed to do, you supposed to give, you supposed to. But the one is touched, the one moves beyond being thankful in that moment and has the thanksgiving and even the gratitude to come with it. Now nah, you know, you ain't going to have no favorite, but you're going to have a favorite. Because it's the one that's always there. Oh, Mama, I appreciate you. Oh, Mama, you know you shouldn't have did that, but thank you, Mama. Oh, Mama, you know what, I really, think that really, you know. That makes a difference in your interaction with people. So, thankfulness involves how we feel in that moment. It involves feelings that eventually fade. It's a temporary emotion in response to a temporary situation. But we can't stop with being thankful, we have to have an attitude of gratitude. We can't stop because thanksgiving and thankfulness is just an emotion. But gratitude is a posture. It's a position. It's a, uh, a, a made-up mind that this is what I want to be. This is how I'm going to be. Paul says, in all things I've learned how to be both a base and a bound. He he purposed within himself that no matter the circumstance, no matter the situation, I've learned how to still give God thanks in all things. Whether I'm up, whether I'm down. Whether I'm happy, whether I'm sad. Whether I'm full, whether I'm empty. Whatever the situation, I've learned how to be content because basically that's where gratitude bursts from, our contentment. See, we we become ungrateful when we're constantly looking for the next or constantly looking at what we don't have instead of being appreciative of what we do have. That's where that spirit of of ungratefulness can come from. And that's why it's important that we make up our mind that we choose the state of being, of having an attitude of gratitude. Gratitude. Where thankfulness is only an emotion, gratitude becomes an attitude of appreciation. And and this is something, I'm, I'm, I'm going to Hope Bible Institute right now, and so we're in our counseling session, and this is something I actually pulled out of a counseling, a psychiatry book. Because scientifically, a posture or an attitude of gratitude affects your overall being. It impacts your mental wellness, it impacts your health, gratitude. Because we can find a million reasons to complain and put that negative energy out in the universe. We can find all kind of reasons, as my grandma would say, I'm not complaining, I'm just explaining. We can find all kind of reasons to explain about something. But we can also take that same energy that same effort and put a spin on it and say, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I appreciate you. I got a call this morning. I have a brother who is incarcerated. And I got a call this morning, before I even left the house this morning, uh, that he had been assaulted. And I could have reacted in my scarface. Personality. (laughs) But I had gratitude because despite the situation, God, I'm grateful that he's still alive. Because it could have went to the worst extreme. It could have went to the extremity. But I had to take a posture of gratitude even in the midst of that. Gratitude simply means expressing thankfulness and being appreciative of life daily even when nothing happens. Wake up Christmas morning, you don't have no presents under the Christmas tree, I'm still grateful because I still got family, I still got shelter, I still got food, I still have my health, I still have my mind, my body's functioning, my organs are functioning, my limbs are functioning. It's the small things that from day to day we take for granted and we forget to tell God, thank you. And so we have to get to that place where gratitude becomes a chosen state of being for us. It's about being content physically and mentally with the state of your life. Am I where I want to be in life? No. But I'm still grateful because I'm not where I was. I'm still grateful because I'm not doing what I used to do. I'm still grateful because when I think about where I could be, what I could be doing, so I have many reasons to give God thanks. I can sit and talk about, well, God, well, why did you let that happen? And remember that time, Lord. And, but where is, the, where is that? Where, what am I gaining from that? What am I benefiting from that? Nothing at all. Because then depression comes, anxiety comes, and then I open myself up to stress and other things. And next thing you know, I'm stressed out here, falling out in the hospital, and I have created a whole nother situation in my life. But again, if we take that time, if we take that energy, and we put it, change our perspective, then we can change our possibilities. Amen? And so... Uh, Last week, I walked in to work, and the young lady that sits uh, at the front door, she's not a receptionist, but she kind of serves that purpose, um, walked in that morning, and as always, I greeted good morning, and her reply to me was, it's not such a good morning. And I said, well, from what I can see, you're breathing, and you're alive, and that's all you need for God to turn whatever you're going through around. And so I went on to my desk and she came behind me not long after and she said, well, it's not such a good morning for me because they found my brother-in-law dead. And I said, well, I'm sorry to hear that. They found my brother-in-law dead too, which was the truth. I said, but it's all in how you process things. I said, so we can sit here and cry and have a boohoo party and pity and be sad, it ain't going to bring them back. I'm not trying to be insensitive. I said, or we can choose to thank God for the time that he allowed us to have, the memories he allowed us to make, the moments that he allowed us to share. And we can reflect on those things and allow some type of joy or happiness to come up. Because gratitude becomes, it it really is your attitude. It's all about how you look at something. It rains on the just and the unjust alike. So we going to be mad because, God, why you letting it rain on us? No, God, I'm grateful for the rain. My grass was getting brown. I need my flowers to get watered. I can save on my water bill. Let me put some buckets out, wash my car, say. I mean, you got to learn how. We got to learn how to put a spin on things. And there's some things, and it's not to to dismiss or to discount some of the things that we go through in life, but if you take on an attitude and a posture of gratitude, the going through is going to be a lot better. It's going to be a lot easier. Because the children of Israel showed us what murmuring, complaining got. It ain't did nothing but extend their time in the wilderness. All it did was delay their entry into the promised land. So what benefit was it to them? Those that started out with them died and wasn't able to embrace the promise. So why would I take on that posture? Why would I take on that position when gratitude can get me so much further? Gratitude makes our relationships better. It's nothing like somebody that don't appreciate you. Whether it's your spouse, whether it's your children, whether it's your job. When people appreciate you, you perform better. That's scientific. In the workplace, where where the morale is up, people come in and they do their jobs, they perform better, and it's, it's, it's not a task for them. But when you're constantly being beat down and belittled and have all of these other issues, then it's going to affect performance. So even as an employer, even as a leader, even as someone that uh, manages, we have to have an attitude of gratitude. Gratitude is a two-way street. We can't expect people to be appreciative and grateful towards us, and we're not reciprocating that. And if we want it, how much more does our Father in heaven want? How much more does he desire to see our gratefulness towards him? He told us in Ephesians 5 and 20 to always give thanks to God the Father. So the next time somebody rub you the wrong way or cut you off on the interstate, they say, thank you, Jesus. The next time the cashier is on the phone and you in a long line and she just taking her time processing everybody, just be like, Lord, I thank you. The next time you stub your toe, some other words that might want to come out, be like, oh, Jesus, I thank you. Glory to God. I know it it seems simple enough, but it's not. Showing gratitude, being kind to one another, appreciating. Husbands and wives probably are the worst with showing gratitude. Because we get in this place of complacency in our relationship. Complacency in our relationship. And so just like those entitled kids that think because you mama and daddy that this is what's supposed to happen, we begin to treat one another like that as husbands and wives. You're supposed to cook breakfast. You're supposed to cook dinner. You're supposed to wash clothes. You're supposed to take out the trash. You're supposed to cut the lawn. When was the last time, husbands, your wife said thank you for cutting the grass? Thank you for taking out the trash. Don't raise your hands if you're sitting in nowhere. Ladies, wives, when was the last time husband said thank you for making dinner tonight, baby? That was good. I really appreciate you. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Not just Mother's Day and Father's Day, not just birthdays and anniversaries, but when we take on the attitude and the posture in the position of gratitude, then we will begin to see our relationships change. And so when we look at this leper that returned to Jesus to say, thank you, just like we sung in the beginning, he probably came back and said, Lord, I just want to thank you because you've been so good to me. You don't know how long I've been separated from my family, but God you thought enough to pity us and to have mercy on us and to heal us. So Lord, I I just want to thank you. If the other nine don't want to come back and testify, I'm coming back to testify. Jesus said wasn't it nine of y'all? Didn't everybody get healed? So why just the one? And out of the one, he's a Samaritan. He don't even really belong to our kind. Apostle talked Sunday about the rocks crying out for us. Are you going to let somebody else cry out for you when you are the son or the daughter of the most high God? Are you going to let somebody else take your testimony because you want to sit on it because you don't want to tell because you don't have gratitude? Well, God, thank you for doing that, but I really want it. Thank you for the car, but I really was hoping for the house. Thank you for the raise, but I really wanted the promotion. Ain't nothing like, give somebody a gift and let them have a but. Oh, thank you, but. Give, give it back. <laughs> that's okay. Somebody else wants this. Oh, that's nice, but. But. And that's how some of us do our praise, our gratitude, our thankfulness to God. We have to be thankful because it precedes our gratefulness. Where thankfulness is an emotion, gratitude is an attitude. It's an attitude of appreciation regardless of the circumstance. I I shared, um, I think with our intercessory group, My father was recently diagnosed with throat cancer. And I was speaking with somebody and, you know, was sharing with them about my dad. And not only was he diagnosed with throat cancer, but his CAT scan also revealed that he had an aneurysm in his head. And as I was sharing this, they said, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that about your dad. Why are you sorry? I said, don't be sorry. This is an opportunity for my God to show up and show out. i I'm grateful. I'm grateful that he chose my dad to show his healing power. I'm grateful that he showed my dad to become a miracle in the land. I'm grateful that he showed my, chose my father to exemplify his glory. So why are you sorry? Because that's truly my position and my posture is an attitude of gratitude. So even in the midst of the diagnosis, God, I thank you for choosing me, to use, for using me to be the one to show your power. Because the word says signs and wonders follow them that believe. So if we're not positioning or posturing ourselves for a sign or wonder to be manifested in our life, then what's following us? And how are we pulling the unbeliever? because they're not seeing. So we gotta have appreciation in any circumstances. Gratitude involves being thankful, but it's more than that. Gratitude is expressing thankfulness and being appreciative of life daily. Being excited. Being excited for nothing. And it's not really that we're excited for nothing. We're excited because God's still on the throne. No matter what's going on in the world, no matter what the economy looks like, no matter how many reports they put out, my God is still on the throne. So I can get up and turn on the news and see the four kids, the, uh, the four students that got killed in Idaho, and then the four students that got killed on the other coast in Virginia, and see all that's happening in the world. And I can still say, But Lord, I thank you. Not, oh, woe is us, oh, Lord Jesus. Yeah, we pray, and, and it puts us in a position to be intentional with our prayers and to have greater prayer strategies concerning these things. But, God, I'm grateful that you're still on the throne. Because how much more in disarray would this world be if you weren't? So we've got to have that position, that posture of gratitude. So how do you know if you're operating from a spirit of gratitude? As already mentioned, gratitude is an important part of keeping a healthy psychological outlook. It's really all about perception. It's all about how we see. It's all about what we believe. It's all about how we perceive a situation to be we can perceive it to be a bad thing or we can perceive it to be a good thing and even the bad thing his word says all things work together for the good of them that love the lord and that are the called according to his purpose so if we're really going to believe this word like we say we believe this word, then we should have an attitude of gratitude because For every situation that can possibly come up in my life, there is a word that I can declare and decree and proclaim and profess to combat it. So God, I'm grateful that you already gave me the antidote and the prescription for whatever, come what may, God, on your word, I will stand and I will stay. So I'm still grateful. I still have a posture and a position excuse me of gratitude so we're going to close with this my voice trying to go out the devil is a whole lot in here thankfulness fades <clears throat> Because again, it's based on what happens in that moment. <clears throat> We're thankful for certain things, but if we never, as the old folks used to say, if God don't bless us again, <clears throat> thank you. I got a cough drop. Thank you for the help. I'm grateful. Thank you, and I am grateful. <clears throat> but gratitude remains. Gratitude remains. I can be thankful because you, as a friend, as a brother, as a sister, as a spouse, <clears throat> I'm thankful for you You took me to lunch. I'm thankful for a gift that you did. I'm thankful for the prayer that you prayed for me. But now my gratitude is I'm, I'm not just thankful for those things, but I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful that you're a part of my life because all of these other things come with you being a part of my life. So thankfulness fades, but gratitude remains. It begins with thankfulness, but the difference happens when we focus, we keep our focus on everything that remains as thankfulness fades. So when the gift gets old, when the marriage is years down the line, when the kids start talking back, All of that, gratitude will stay with you. Gratitude deepens our inner connections. Thankfulness is external. I'm thankful to you because of what you can do for me. I'm thankful to you because of, you know, what you bring to our relationship. But when I have gratitude, it goes beyond that. It deepens our connection. Because even if you're not in a position to do anything for me, there's something else there that I'm grateful for. I'm grateful that I have someone that I can call and say, let's touch and agree in prayer. I'm grateful that I have someone that, even if they're not in a position to maybe be a financial blessing to my life or or any type of blessing, because their heart posture towards me is... However, whatever, I, I don't have much, but what I do have. I'm grateful for those type of people in my life. I'm grateful for the people in my life that don't agree with everything I do and say. The ones that check me, that put me in my place. I, 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 I'm thankful for the ones that, you know, the yes people in your life. But I'm more grateful for the ones that's going to challenge me. That's going to stand up and be like, now you know you was wrong. You know you ain't say that right. You know you ain't do that right. It deepens your inner connections. We feel thankful when something happens externally. We practice gratitude. We rely on our inner voice to stay positive and to remain appreciative in all circumstances. And then thankfulness is about the present interaction. Again, you hold the door, I'm thankful. Car in front of you, in the drive through line, pays it forward and pays for your food, and you get up there and they like, your food already paid for. I'm thankful. That's in that moment. I'm not going to never see that person. I probably don't even know what car paid, but I'm, I'm thankful in that moment for what happened, for the blessing I received. But gratitude improves the longevity of a relationship. And so we can be thankful with people that we see in passing, but we ought to have gratitude towards the people that have made a decision to stick it out with us, that have made a decision to be by our side through thick and thin. And our Father is that person. He's the friend that sticks closer than a brother. He says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. He says, lo, I'm with you always, even till the end of time. So who better else should we lavish our thankfulness, our gratitude, our appreciation on than our Father? We may feel thankful to someone at a moment, but gratitude is an ongoing showing of appreciation in our relationships. We practice gratitude in our relationships And it will bring us closer to the ones that we love. We want to get closer to our Father. Now I'm making it rain cough drops. (laughs) Anybody else want one for you? I feel an Oprah spirit. And you get a cough drop. And you get a cough drop. (laughs) Cece Winers has a song out now that talks about the goodness of God. It says, all my life you have been faithful. And all my life, you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, I will sing of the goodness of God. This leper understood. Psalm, the 118th division, verse 24. He understood Ephesians 5 and 20. Though he was a Samaritan, he understood the goodness of God. He says, listen, I had to walk to the priest to show myself and I had to make a journey to come back just to tell you thank you. But it was worth it to tell you thank you, to show my gratefulness, to show my gratitude, to show you how much what you did for me really impacted Certainly I could have uttered it from my mouth because you're God, you hear, no matter where you are. You're omnipresent. You're omniscient. So at the temple, when I was showing myself to the priest, I could have said, thank you, Jesus, and you would have heard my thanks. But I wanted to show my gratitude. So I took the time to come back to tell you Thank you. I took the time to come back to praise your name. I took the time to come back to let you know how much I appreciate you. Will you take the time? It says in verse 16, Luke chapter 17, he came back praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. Will you sing of the goodness of God? Will you testify to the great and marvelous things that God has done in your life? Even if you feel like there's some things that you still desire, maybe there's some promises that you've been waiting for God to fulfill, even some prophetic words that have been spoken over you, and you're like, God, when? When is it going to be released? When is it going to be happening? And God is blessing you and blessing you and blessing you over here. But you still over here like, but God, (laughs) yeah, I see all that. But God, what about the husband? I've been waiting all this time for a man. What about the husband you promised? But God, when am I going to get this? But God, when am I going to have my moment in ministry? But God. And God's saying, but you just got a diagnosis and I healed your body. And God is saying, I, you, 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 you just went through a bitter breakup and I didn't allow depression to come upon you. God is saying, you tried it, but I denied it because it wasn't what I had for you. I got something better in store for you. And he's constantly blessing and pouring, and we're constantly in a state of murmuring and complaining because nothing our God does is good for us, It's good enough because of the discontentment that we have. And God is calling us to a place of contentment in him. He wants us to be like Paul, knowing how to be both a base and abound in all things. He wants us to be like that leper that will come back and with a loud voice will give God praise and thank him for what he has done and lay at his feet in praise and just lavish worship upon him, to be unashamed of the gospel. You know, we got a bad habit of something told me, even as believers. I almost was in that traffic, but something told me not to go that way. Do you know you take him glory from God when you don't give him credit for that something? There was not a something, that was a Someone. That was the Holy Spirit saying, don't go. So it's in the small things that the enemy will trick us up in to keep us from giving God the glory and the praise. But as we prepare for this Thanksgiving, I want us to really posture ourselves for every day to be a day of Thanksgiving as a believer, that we would have that attitude of gratitude that regardless the situation, regardless the circumstance, regardless of what we're facing, that God, you still deserve the praise. The man that had no shoes complained until he saw the one that had no feet. Don't be the man that don't have no shoes. Give God praise. Because I may not have shoes, but God, thank you for the feet. Because I could not have feet. So we got to learn how to give God the glory. We have to have that posture. And listen, when we begin to really enter into that place of gratitude and really begin to thank God even for the storms that come in our life, and I mean genuinely, Lord, I thank you. Look at this as, God, this is an opportunity for you to really get the glory out of this. This is It's uncomfortable for us, but for your glory. Do I have anybody that will say, God, for your glory? Glory. Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane said, God is getting ready to get uncomfortable for me. I, I see what's ahead of me, but it's not about me, God. It's not my will, but if it is your will, let this cup pass. But nevertheless, your will be done for your glory. And we say, God, my life is not my own. To you I belong with these conditions. You can do this, this, and that. I'm not comfortable with you doing this, this, and that. And maybe if you do this, I'll let you. If if you do this for me, I'll let you do that. We won't bargain with God. But God says, I just need your gratitude because what I'm getting ready to do, I'm going to blow your mind because I know the thoughts that I have for you, thoughts to prosper you and not to hurt you, thoughts for a hope and a future. He says, my ways are not your ways. Eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard, neither has it entered into the hearts of men, the things that I have concerning you. So while you may not understand my process, Why you may not understand my plan, just be grateful that I included you in my plan. Just be grateful that I thought enough of you to use you for my glory. So can we stand all over this building on tonight? Father, you've been faithful. You've been oh so good when I began to reflect over my life, before I learned how to have an attitude of gratitude, there were things that I questioned God about. God, why did you allow this to happen in my life? God, why did you allow me to go through that? God, why? God, why? But I thank God that I got to a place In him, where it was no longer a God why, but it was a God thank you. Thank you for entrusting me with this. Thank you for seeing enough in me, God, that you would allow me to walk through this storm. You would allow me to walk through this fire. You would allow me to endure this cross. So tonight as we reflect, as we have our own private, personal Thanksgiving moment and really begin to reflect on the goodness of God. As we begin to allow the Holy Spirit to remove even the murmuring and complaining that sometimes we find ourselves in. And maybe we don't murmur and complain about God. Maybe we murmur and complain about our spouse. Maybe we murmur and complain about our children. You let me tell you what this child did now. We murmur and complain about our job. That somebody else is striving to get in that position. I can't, oh my God. And, I, and that's me, I'm guilty. I'm at the plantation, y'all. I got to get off the phone. I'm about to go clock in. <laughs> I done showed up here again. But somebody's looking to show up for a job. So the things that we complain about, somebody else is praying to God for. So we have to get to that place that despite the circumstance, the situation, Ephesians 5 and 20 becomes a part of us in all things. We're giving thanks to God in all things. So, Heavenly Father, even now, we ask that you would search our hearts, Lord. We first and foremost, God, forgive God, we have been ungrateful, Where we have murmured and complained God. Where we have allowed our ancestors, the children of Israel, and their to come upon us. And despite all the great and mighty things, God, that we've seen you do in our life, we still choose to look at the things that we feel we're lacking, the things that we feel we're missing, instead of appreciating and embracing that which you have already. Purify our hearts. Burn up everything that's unlike you. Remove every murmuring and complaining bone out of us in the name of Jesus. Replace, our, replace it with a heart of thanksgiving, a heart of gratefulness. Even as Hezekiah Walker's son, let what flows from my heart, let the issue that flows from my heart be an issue of Would consider all of the things that you have done, even the smallest of them, Lord, and we will be grateful that we will always give thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. That regardless of what storm may come, regardless of how uncomfortable it may become, regardless of us not being able to see the end or the outcome we can trust you, Lord, because all of our life, you have been faithful, even when we were not. All of our life, you have been so, so good to us, even when we were not. So tonight, God, because you've never failed us, make us a Let not Thanksgiving just be a day, a holiday that we celebrate with this nation, but let it be a day every day that we celebrate as sons and daughters of the Most High God. Father, search us over. Forgive us, God. We give you thanks. We give you praise. We give you honor. For you alone are worthy, oh God. Despite God, what desire may be unfulfilled in our life, you're still worthy. God, if you choose to never do anything else for us again, God, you're worthy simply because of who you are. So we give you praise. So Father, tonight, even for those that may be watching online today, They may be sitting in their living room. This message wasn't intended to make us shout. It wasn't intended to cause us to leap over chairs. But it was intended to cause us to reflect on the goodness of God. To genuinely acknowledge his love and his mercy that endures forever towards us to have a greater appreciation and a greater gratitude and thankfulness. Not just thankfulness, but thanksgiving. Because we don't want our appreciation to be momentary, God, but we want it to be the posture and the attitude and the position that we maintain towards you in all things. So for even those that are watching, you, go in every room, go in every hospital, Go in every car, every workplace, wherever they're viewing from. And let a spirit of thanksgiving, a praise of thanksgiving, in the name of Jesus And God will be able to give you hope. in Jesus' name. Amen. If there is one among us today. is allowing him to become your Lord and Savior. He died for our sins. Let not his death be in vain, because we choose to continue in our way and not choose to continue or to walk in his way. Would you choose Christ tonight? Even if you're watching on home tonight, and you have not accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior. Show your appreciation for the sacrifice he made for us. He bankrupted heaven to come to, go, to earth so that we can have a chance of salvation, a chance of redemption, a chance to be restored and reconciled unto our Father. In heaven. So show your gratitude tonight by allowing him in. He says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And if you open unto me, I'll come and I'll sup with you. So harden not your heart tonight. Won't you let him in if you're in the place you can come to the altar on tonight? He says, If you are ashamed of me before me, and I'll be ashamed of you before my father, so let's show him that we are unashamed tonight. Let's make our way to the altar if we need to accept him on tonight. And for those of you that are watching online, you can hashtag I surrender and one of our intercessors will reach out to you if you would be so bold even to inbox us on our Elevate Church page and allow us to contact you directly and to pray with you. According to Romans 10 and 9, if you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So tonight, that's our declaration. Heavenly Father, we believe that you sent your son Jesus into the earth, realm, that he died for our sins, and that he rose with all power in his hand, and that he's now seated at your right hand. One day he will return, and when he returns, we want to be ready. So forgive us now, God, our sins. Wash us again in the blood of your son, Jesus, and make us whole. We receive him as Lord and Savior tonight. Because most of us stop at Savior, but he desires to be our Lord. So we give you rulership over us tonight. We submit our will and our way that, God, you may be glorified through our life. In Jesus' name. If there are any other prayer requests in the house on tonight, amen, you can come. Amen. Our intercessors, our clergy will come and pray with you on tonight. If there's anything you're believing God for on tonight, and you desire prayer, the altar is open at this time. Amen. All hearts and minds are clear. Well, let's prepare our hearts for worship on tonight. Can we give the Lord a hand, clap, of praise on tonight? <laughs> worship and our giving on tonight. Attitude of gratitude. The poetic justice is that the one that returned to give God praise was a Samaritan. That's the poetic justice. The rocks had to cry out. Don't let the rocks cry out for you tonight. You need an envelope? Amen. You can get an envelope. You need an envelope in the house on tonight. There are a few ways that you can give electronically on tonight. You can give... By cash apping dollar sign elevate BR dollar sign as you're preparing to gather with your families. If anyone is traveling, we release the blessings of God over your travels, over the highways, over the uh, airways, however you are traveling um, on this week. Amen. We pray God's blessings again. If you're available to come down with us on this Thursday, we will be out there from 9 to 11. So come out. It is definitely an experience you don't want to miss amen all hearts and minds are clear heavenly father again we thank you for your word on tonight god we thank you father for reminding us the importance of being grateful the importance of having the attitude of gratitude we know father that our attitude of gratitude will open far greater doors god than any murmuring and complaining ever will for us so god go before us even now as we prepare To celebrate this Thanksgiving with family, to gather with friends, God. We pray, Father, that our gatherings will be blessed, that there will be unity, peace, and love, Father, in the name of Jesus. For those that are traveling, God, we release your traveling graces and mercies upon them, that there will be no delays in the airport or even along the highways, Father, that there will be no traffic or any uh, incidents or accidents, God. We thank you, Father, for blessing us and for blessing this word. And, God, we just pray that you continue to get the glory Out of all that we say and do, in Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Have a great, great and blessed week, everyone. God bless you.